Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season 2, Episode 37, presented by Primal X Hockey and a part of the 5 in a Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm Kat Hunter. And we have a and... very special guest tonight. <laughs> we have a very special guest tonight. Uh, it's not our guest that we've said it was supposed to be on for the last couple weeks. Uh, stuff came up once again. It is what it is. Um, but we do have, we do have a guest though. It is impromptu at last minute. So, Kat, why don't you introduce our fantastic guest for the night? Of course, it's the number one Aho fan and man with no social media, Colin. <laughs> Hey guys, how are we doing? Oh, you know, good as always. Colin, appreciate you coming on as an impromptu last minute guest. So it's always good having you on, man. So appreciate you jumping on with us tonight. Anytime. I mean, we got to celebrate a great Canes win. You know, two more points in the standing. 4-0 since the trade deadline. Pretty dominant win. Even though it was only one nothing. we had so many great chances. But uh, yeah, glad to be on here. I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, of course. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Canes have been an absolute heater. Uh, if everyone's on the YouTube version, you can see that Bailey introduced herself with a bottle of wine as her microphone. So, <laughs> yes, very, very, we're, very we're, much, very we're celebrating needed. a very exciting uh, stat tonight. With bunch of bunch of stats, actually. Bunch of Brent stats. Burns birthday, Brent, Brent Burns birthday. birthday. Also, cheers yeah. to you, Brent. <laughs> yeah, so this will be coming out on Friday. We were recording right after the Canes win. Um, Canes after so. dark again, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Search cast after dark part two. Let's see. Let's see. If we can get a, another high number for this for this episode, like that first one. Um, but yeah, so we got some stats up to go over. I know there's gonna be some. They're gonna be about four days old. But of course, you know, we do a weekly podcast. Some stuff we kind of have to go back on a little bit. Um, and then we're also going to talk about the Montreal game, which was just absolutely amazing. And then we got the <laughs> then we got the win tonight against the Flyers. So uh, a lot of games and stats to talk about. And, of course, Forgotten Kings as always. We haven't done one in the last couple weeks, so we're, we're bringing an oldie but a goodie back. So make sure everyone get their Forgotten Kings ready to go. I'm curious to see if we, we're going to We didn't compare years before we started, so we might have some similar oh, ones. Oh, no. We need to. Yeah, <laughs> we forgot. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see how I highly works. doubt you guys picked mine. Zach I'm, is the suspect one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, at least Jules isn't here to go for like a three for three performance like she did on her episode. True. Um, Jeez. So, Kat's Kane Stat brand, as always, does an amazing job just dropping some knowledge on us. Uh, from four days ago, this was like right after we got Shane Goss's bear. Uh, the Hurricanes, three power play goals that get second games for the second time in franchise history. The last time was October 28th of 2005 and October 29th of 2005. Back-to-back days. So, I mean, the power play unit has been absolutely solid since we got Shane Gossesbury. I think before the Montreal game, they are like, what, seven for eight? So now Whose I spot think... did he take on the power play? Um, now that I think about it. Second defenseman, so Shea or Pesci. Yeah. Whichever was rotating. I want to say it was Pesci because Pesci normally played that quarterback role. Yeah, I think I think it was Pesci because I think Shea's still out there. So I think so. You take the so what seven and eight, zero oh and two. That's what seven and ten, and then so they're eight for what eight for fourteen now. Late night so, math going on. 
<laughs> yeah, so the, I think the hurricane's I'm like just glad eight. it's not me the one, or I'm not the one doing the math. So that's all I'll say. <laughs> it's it's either eight, it's either eight and thirteen or eight for fourteen, but still, I mean, that's still a really high number to hit, especially after getting gossip spare. I mean, they, Colin, they, isn't that first unit who you thought should all be together? Is it Spetch, Natchez, yes, Aho, Burns? Burns? They split up for some reason. I guess before the trade deadline, they split. They put Burns on the second unit, and to me, I mean, I know Trip likes to say you want your two units competing against each other, and I agree. But I'm also a big advocate of putting all your firepower on one power play, like like we had tonight, right? You had Aho, you had Spetch, you had Burns, you had Natchez, and I think the fifth was. I think it was um, Jarvie. I think it was Jarvie, wasn't it? I thought Jarvie was on the second. Or unit. Nason. It's Nason. Oh, yeah, Nason. Yeah, it is Nason. That's right. That's yeah, because right. which he fits that role well, and he deserves so that. that make, spot. Yeah, I was gonna say since. I guess to me, like I, I just I'm one of those people that I it, evening it out seem makes a little more sense to me because it means you have almost equal chances to kind of make something out of the power play. I, I'm interested to hear your thinking well, in the whole overload think, one line. Well, because they, they, they used to be the more... thing. They used to be the thing in the NHL where you just overpower your power play one unit. Yeah, I guess. The I think I can see is... it more, though, because now with Ghost, it is it does kind of balance. It balances out differently. Like the second unit, is it brings something. Different. I guess in different like zones worse. of the ice, Yeah. Yeah, we also have a ton of skill too on our second unit with you know Jarvis, Kakiniemi, Teravainen, Ghost, and I forget I don't remember the fifth on there. But those, I mean, just those four that I mentioned are all super skilled. They're all in the top six role. They're great. But I think the thing is, is when you put out your power play, right? You get your face off. You win the face off. If you most of the time the first unit stays on for a minute, a minute twenty. So let's say the other team clears the puck with a minute left. That's where you're making your change. So the second unit not only only has 40 seconds left to score a goal, but they have to have a zone entry as well and set up. So it makes it so much tougher. So if you balance it out, you may be wasting a little manpower rather than if you just overload the first one, put all your eggs in one basket on that first power play unit. The other thing, though, I guess you could roll with the hot hand, right? I mean, a lot of the times you'll see Rod put out the second unit if that power play unit's been hot. So Yeah, I mean, I mean, guys will get their minutes. It doesn't really matter if what unit they're on because they just have the same thing with the lines. I was, yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter where you're at in the lineup. It's You're, you're going to be set in a regardless. position to succeed. Basically. Right, exactly. So, From yeah. whatever, the KK, I mean, the Teravine and, and the KK five-point game, I'm pretty sure he rolled with that power play unit first, even though technically it's second. Paul Stastny was the other one on that second power play unit, by the way. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rod has been running the hot hand. Because, the like I said, of the second one. <laughs> well, like, so like you said, you're going like eight. Of, you're going eight for fourteen since the trade deadline. I mean, that is a that is like ridiculous stat line going from. I mean, gonna jump a couple stats here real quick. Uh, this is from tracking the uh, tracking the storm pod. Those guys are amazing. Um, the Hurricanes power play ranked twenty third in the league at nineteen point three percent on Friday. At the deadline in the two games after, now we're a little bit farther past that. Um, 13th uh, in the league at 22%. And they said, and they finished off with Shane Gossespair, y'all. Which, I mean, Ghost has absolutely unlocked this entire um, power play. And it's absolutely. He blasted insane. through the door and said, I'm here, fuckers. Let's get this show on the road. That's exactly what he did. There's Eight, the first one. 817. <laughs> We don't believe it out. We just like run the joke. Now His shot. He is so like he does not care. Like he is shoot. He kind of he's like burns. Like he's like I've got this. I'm taking this shot. He's, he's and like got a I rocket. think that's so different than so. I feel like 
So we've talked about how well Shay is played and he's also got a good shot, but I feel like Shay also has a little bit more defensive minded sometimes where he's like a little bit more nervous to shoot it. Uh, Bear talked about for a while, it was a lot for him to learn to like, he had that freedom to shoot it. Um, so it's nice to see, you can see Chad is getting more comfortable with it. And it's nice to see a guy just come in. It's a new team and halfway through the season. And he's like, this is how I play. And this is what works for me. And he has no fear and he does it and it works. And it does, it did. It kind of unlocked the power play because it took what Colin was saying. It pushed, it put them all together on one and it's not taking away from the second one, but he's good. So like him being that burns player on the second unit is like just as scary as having burns on that first one. So I think, I mean, I don't know. I feel like everyone said we lost at the trade deadline and I'm not seeing that yet. No, no. I feel like it's it's so far. It fixed the one thing that we wanted it to fix. Yeah, I mean, the reason why they got him because they wanted a power play specialist, and that's what Shane Gossespierre is. He is, like, you like the minute he came onto the team, he was already tied for fifth on the team in points. The one thing that I am scared of, though, is guys can come into our system all the time having their specialty with, you know, the power play, the penalty kill. But we run a different system than a lot of teams. So it almost kind of worries me how long it may or may not take for that magic that Shane holds to wear off and kind of like, fall into our system, if that makes sense. I mean, I think, I think of how rotten those guys, they, they, they want to play the guy's strength. They're not going to short. No, absolutely. I'm just, so, I mean, it, it almost kind I, of no, worries me that I, they I, may I, fall into a hole that may not, he may not be able to crawl out of, you know? I, I get what you're saying. And it, it's a possibility. Anything can happen. Um, but I mean, I guess that it, it you could argue that case. I feel like you could maybe argue that case if some people want to talk about Burns because they talked about when we got Burns, they're like, oh, but the power play is going to be so good. He scores so much. He's got that strong shot. And like maybe he hasn't been doing that as much, but he like with all his assists, like he's still getting things through and he's working through. He just has that's his. It's taken him a while to. Well, get it's especially, but he part. also has a slightly different role on the Canes because he has like Slavin with him, and he plays. It's a little bit different. Um, I mean, he, he's I the league, he's the league scorer of all defensemen on the Hurricanes too. So I mean, yeah, but so like I that. I can see the I can see the worry about it, but I also mm-hmm. see just by. I don't think they would be. I don't think Rod is someone to coach that out of ghost. Right. I think no, if it's I, working, yeah. they're not going to touch it. No, that they, they got him for a reason and they're going to use, they're going to utilize that. And it's for the fact that like we got him, and everyone's like, Oh, there wasn't a splash, blah, blah, blah. blah. I forget who, I forget who tweeted it. Um, but the fact that it was turbo. <laughs> cat turbo we sorry. have to clarify cat turbo cat turbo sorry um, guys for all the no, things, you know, um but yeah so i mean the fact that um you know get because the, the fact you got burns as your offseason pickup you got at the time you thought it was going to be patch already but then you get shingas to spare you know later on and you just went on absolute terrace as we got him it's it's the Kane's due diligence of not, you know, making a trade to make a trade. They made trades that worked for the, that's going to work for the team. And so far it's worked. I know Paul Yarby hasn't started yet. They're talking 
maybe Saturday. So I don't know. It's we're gonna see how that works out. Cause I know unfortunately Chatfield's out. We don't know how long yet, but hopefully it's not too long. Same thing for Ranta. No one knows when he's really out. Um, but Peter, you know, we all knew Wednesday Peter was gonna come up in an emergency situation. We should know how long Chatfield's out for or um Ranta. So <laughs> This was the first night without uh, Chaffield all season. And yeah. it was kind of weird not seeing him out there. I didn't yeah, watch too, too much of the game, but I will ask to the people who did. How did uh, Dahan play on his offhand? Uh, no, Dahan, no, Dahan was actually Dahan was on his – oh, he was back – okay. So I didn't – so uh, He didn't play two – Except for that he one, one mistake, out. he had one mistake, and it was just you know it was a little. He kind of carried the puck uh, instead of getting the puck up quickly. He just carried the puck right. He literally Piotr. turned into Piotr. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. Like he went like he went across in front of the crease, which you don't do a pass in front of the crease, but you don't also skate right in front of your goalie and almost going into going into right. him. That's like mm, I, no, I think I think I mean I, I when I tuned in that kind of happened right as I tuned in. I don't think I, – I never thought Dehan played bad. Like, I've seen us when we've had def- defensive weaknesses, and I don't think he is a standout of that. I think, honestly, Burns makes more mistakes, um, and thankfully he has Slavin to catch him a little bit more. Um, but I definitely could see a case of this is why Dehan will be the one sitting. Yeah, I because mean – yeah. In in situations like that, I mean, little even a singular mistake like that is enough. You're up one goal. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, it it, it definitely makes things interesting now because the fact that you got, you know, they they throw in Shane Gossespierre right off the rip, and Dahan hasn't played. This is like his first game in like after what three games of sitting. So I mean, yeah. So it's like you're kind of throwing him back in. He hasn't really played with Shane Gossespierre, so you're kind of like having to do an on the fly couple practices of maybe like a, a practice working together so it's and it's definitely we, gonna make things interesting to give philly credit they played a very good game i mean they they even strength in the second period they had a very good period but i will say in credit to dehan anytime you have a shutout piotr played great he had two really good saves but anytime you have a shutout i give credit to every player on the ice especially the defensemen Meaning, oh yeah for sure yes dehan had that mistake but that's the only negative thing i think that he did and yeah, you know, to have that guy be your seventh defenseman and that happened, you know, I mean, I granted it was a, a bad mistake, but you could look at Burns and say, okay, you know, he had two pretty <laughs> bad turnovers. One he made up for using his his skating ability, but you know, yeah. we're not going to fault him for that because of how much he brings offensively, having the assist, etc. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, Dehan's pretty good. I think he's underrated with his puck moving ability. I think he would be definitely a fi- a fifth defenseman on most teams. He's oh, a seventh for, sure. for us, which is a luxury. Yeah, well, because the fact that you got Chaffield, who's just ramping. Yeah, Chap- Chaffield is- threw a wrench a good in a good way. He's just he's got a good one in his spot, it's, it's def- and you're not going to take go- you're not going to take ghosts off over Chat, especially over after because- the way he's performed in his first few games. It, so, are we going to uh, send Cogs down? At the, at the, you're <laughs> going to have to see ice. No, at this point, yeah, you're going to probably actually- have to. Yeah, because I mean, he, he's your eighth guy right now. I was going to say you have to go through waivers for that. No. Uh, depends. Yeah. Some guys, some guys are, some guys are waiver exempt. Some aren't. I'm not sure though. My guess, he's probably. We already sent him down one once. We already sent him down for, once. But that was for conditioning, conditioning purposes. Yeah, he's a one way. 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be a straight. It'll be, then he have to get through waivers. My guess is that they're probably going to hold on to him, and then he's just going to be an extra for the playoffs. He's he'll be with the Black Aces at that point because. Yeah, there, there's no room. I mean, which you, you can't you can't help but feel for the guy too, though. Like, oh, after the, well, after the preseason he had too, you thought, okay, this guy's gonna be looking pretty good, and you know, see how it goes from there. And then it's kind of like nothing. Yeah. You really do when Chaffield comes out the gate and just absolutely does his thing, and of course, you know, they get Calvin Ahana PTO, then immediately sign him to his contract. They've been lights out. Now you get Shane Gossesperer, who's just been an absolute monster on the power play unit and just even on five on five. So it's just cogs, just unfortunate circumstances of just getting caught at the wrong time with a team that's playing really well when you really can't crack a lineup. I mean, we don't even have like extra forwards at this point either. (laughs) Well, now we have Poyarvi, but I mean, before we have extra forwards. So it's interesting. We were talking about, talking about the trades and all the guys we have and stuff. I was thinking about this. So when we got burns and we got patches, we went into it thinking we need someone to replace Tony. We need a strong forward up top because we weren't sure how Natchez was going to bounce back. We knew he could and we wanted him to, but we weren't sure how he was going to do. We saw right. last year what happened. Uh, Jarvis was still new to it. You saw what happened when Aho and Turbo and Svetch all kind of dried up scoring-wise. And so you're like, okay, well, let's get a guy up top just in case and some guy that can be kind of consistent and we know is the power forward and everything. So we got him. Everyone was really excited. Unfortunately, we lose him. And so then at the trade deadline, everyone's like, well, we obviously have to fill that role again. The difference was, I think, looking now at the hindsight 2020, the difference of at the trade deadline compared to at the beginning of the season, you're looking for that power forward. And I don't think we, I'm not saying we didn't look for it. I mean, Don did say like we looked and we tried, but people just weren't biting. It just wasn't working out. But I think they were very prepared for their game plan to instead be, we need a power forward, we need someone to score because our guys were producing. We all said we don't know where someone like this would break into the top six at this point because nobody is doing poorly. We needed a power play specialist. We needed someone that would help give life to the power play, switch it up a little bit, which we found with Ghost. And he's not even, he's not, doesn't have to break into your top six of your forwards. He's down there playing defenseman. And he's, that's fantastic because you had a little bit of leeway in your bottom defense. And then you get pull your And that's also a spot where you're like, the canes don't have a lot of weight to them. They don't have a lot of put like push. It's a big guy. And he can come into a spot that also, again, the only spot in our lineup that has place for someone to break in, which would be the bottom with Stepan and Stastny and Nason. So unfortunately it'd probably be Stepan. But I think looking back at it, that even though people said we lost at the trade deadline, I think the Canes did kind of cover the spots that they thought they would be able to cover when they couldn't get that power forward. Thankfully we're at a different spot where we weren't as seemed as desperate for a power forward at the trade. Well, yeah. Yeah. To go on what you were saying, Kat, I think the trade deadline is like a place where you fill in your holes, right? To, for the season. When you look at the Hurricanes lineup, you look at their top six, we didn't have really have any holes, right? You've got six bona fide top six forwards. Obviously, Jarvi Ajo, Svetch on the top line, KK and HS and Tabo on the second line. Some people had their doubts. You know, when Patch Reddy came back, Tabo was playing fourth line. It was working. But then, bam, what happens when Tabo's back in the top six? He had a hat trick, you know, two nights ago or two mm-hmm. games ago. So yeah. the thing is, is, you know, you look at 
your holes where you want to upgrade. And it's obviously the biggest one was that second power play unit. We needed another power play quarterback on defense. And it cost us, yep. what, a third-round pick? And that was third, a, a third-round so, pick in 2026. Three drafts. Don Waddell's special of a fleece is what it was. Right. So, <laughs> Three drafts from now just to get a power play specialist and ghost. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, what it would just be, you know, I was I was pushing towards getting, you know, somebody like Meyer, you know, but at this point, let by, bygones be bygones. What's is it I really mean, worth giving all that up to push somebody like Table on the fourth line, mess chemistry up, and put a top six forward on the fourth line? It just doesn't make sense. I mean, so we've seen how both ways can work though, because we saw what happened when Pat just finally got back in the lineup too, is he sit, sat there and went off. But we've yeah. also shown how capable we can make guys who aren't used to playing those kinds of minutes what, when you put them in a position to succeed. Right. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. So I mean, it's, and the, it's it's one of those things you just gotta find the right guy to fit the team, and that's the good thing about Carolina is, and Don has said it for a long time, and pretty much a lot of fans have said it. Like the, the Hurricanes will not make a move just to make a move. They're gonna make a move that's gonna help the team, not be the oh we're gonna make a splash. We're gonna do all this. We're gonna give up. We're not a splashy the, team. We're very forward uh, future thinking. Yeah, and well, you're, and not, you're not going to give up five draft picks for Tanner Janelle, or you're yeah. not going to give. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things. Well, you're not going to make a trade just to make a trade. It's like you're going to make a, what's going to work for the team. And they've said all the time too, we like our guys here. Like we have a solid team. We've also seen some of these big. I mean, maybe not the big, big splash guys, but some of the big trades. Guys have already gotten hurt, so that one guy you gave up all this stuff for is hurt. Patrick Kane just got his first goal with the Rangers. Uh, (laughs) Yes, is he out of the negatives yet? Um, No, he is. I think he's like negative. He actually had a brutal turnover on that same power play before he scored. He had a brutal turnover, and they Montreal scored a shorthanded goal. Came back and scored, but. But I, I think, think the biggest think, thing for the trade deadline is, you know, it, all the dominoes have yet to fall, right? I mean, th- I mean, right now these games aren't meaningless, but really where these guys come into play is in April and May where everything tightens up, you're in the playoffs, you're in a score and drought, and who comes through. So that's yeah. where it remains to be seen. And that's where, right. I mean, we can grade it now. And right now the moves look great. And, you know, so far, the, I mean, we didn't give anything up. So, so far it's not really – they're not going to turn into negatives. It's just we'll see what happens, you know, coming yeah. up. In the and next- th- and yeah, thankfully, nice. we've seen the two sides that it could be. We've seen that where it can be absolutely like crushing like it was against Tampa. And then we've also seen where we play disgustingly bad for a while against Montreal. And we come back and we claw and we get a win through our uh, like not through our typical guys scoring until like, you know, we work that out so i think we've it's nice that we've seen kind of both scenarios and both scenarios have us coming out on top i would prefer more of the tampa situation but and i know it's going to be different when it comes to playoffs um but i like that even with you know how the world seemed to end a little bit at trade deadline thankfully just the guys have shown us that we do still have part of the season to go through and play and see how it goes yeah, I mean, all all you give up, you only gave up was a third rounder in three seasons from now, and you gave up signing rates to a guy who was never going to touch the ice for Pulleyarvi and Ghost. So I mean, it's like you got a lot of low risk, high reward type guys. The so, one thing that I will kind of say though is, Colin, you kind of talked about us not having many holes to fill. I think when it comes to the trade deadline, and this is something I wish I was on the trade deadline episode for, sorry. Um, (laughs) 
But I think when it comes to trade deadline, teams often become very they get into a playoff mindset where, okay, what guys are going to sit here and help us get to where we need to go, get over the hump that we needed to get over in order to make a bigger push into the playoffs. The one that I think we did not hit for our big hump is physicality. Mm. I think the guys that we got, Yes, one of them has the nickname Moose. One of them is a killer on the penalty or on the power play. But is that going to be enough to get us over the hump that we've struggled to get over the past few years? Wait, wait who's Moose? Pull your RV. Pull party. Bison. The <laughs> no, oh, bison. The, Sorry, that's the, the crimson fin. <laughs> yeah, as I said, that's the bison king. That's I don't know who this I I agree with you. I'd say I agree with you to a point. I don't think we're ever going to be a team that plays the physicality aspect like Boston or like the Capitals do. We're just not a bully team. We will do. And I guess, I guess more of what I would want to expect. And I know a lot of Canes fans expects is if, you know, they go after one of our guys, whether it be Jarvis, whether it go after our captain, you want to see the guys fight back. Oh yeah. And I think we do. I don't think we do it sometimes in the way that we expect, but I never think we're going to be that. We're never going to be like on Tampa Bay where Kucherov does that, that hit on Pesci. And then they have a guy literally jump across the bench and go and skate just to fight, just to fight. We don't have those guys. You have Svetch who's, you have Spetch who's throwing hits, but he has to be careful because the league is going to watch him for whatever he does. And his hits are pretty good most of the time. And he's been very smart with them. You have Jarvis and Aho who will just get under your skin and give you shit the whole time and can use their bodies when needed. We're never going to be, we, I think we value our skill and try to stay level headed more than we try for the big physicality aspect which can come and bite us in the ass at times. I was going to say, don't, yeah. But we've tried before to get the guys that are the big guys that are going to be like that a lot of the time defense. And they work for us. That style of play is either too slow and it doesn't work with our style or just that's not the mindset I don't think Rod puts in them and when they play. So yeah. I, I can see, yes, the rest of the league thinks we need that. I don't think we're lacking bite i think we just don't use it the way the league wants us to sometimes if that makes sense it, 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 it's a it's a it's a reminder of the 0506 team because you really look at that team like the, the canes that season were built for the new rules like everyone thought they were going to be dead last in the league they all thought they were going to be terrible and right from the rip they were they played good hockey because they had speed they had the skill they had the talent to play the new style where there was the trapezoid there's no two line passes it was all offense and that's the kind of thing that the hurricanes did and that's why i see kind of now with this team even last year's team was you're seeing a lot of skill coming into play and oh yeah doing the right things and i think that's kind of what the that is one of the thing about rod and gleason because they were there for that team and now they're kind of putting that mentality of what they did with this team. And that's why you see like all the fins that we have, all the guys that, you know, we have Nietzsche. Well, know, yeah, we're Garvey, looking, like, we, we have the synergy down. Yeah. No one ever doubted that. Oh, no, that's also what I'm saying. No, right. it's just, but no, my thing is it's, it's not going to be the old school. Oh, we, we need to have like a 
Milan Lucic or a Pat Maroon or a insert name here guy who's going to go in and or like a Tom Wilson and go in and, and try to bully people. And like I'm the, not like the kids, the kids are going to the kids are going to beat you with their skill. They're going to make. And I'm not saying we need a kind of bully kind of guy. I guess no, that, no, that's I, not, yeah. that might have gotten misconstrued. I'm not saying no. I know. I, 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 no, I know what you meant. No, I know what you meant. Right. It's just, that's just that's just not the Canes. That's just not how because everyone wants to fit the Canes in a like box of this is the NHL. You need to do this, and the Hurricanes are like, no, that's just not our style. That's not how we do things. And I think that's kind of why people still don't. We we talk about this. No, people don't understand the Hurricanes and how we're so good. It's because I, the style. It's just yeah. different. And not saying you said this, with, Bailey. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm actually gonna agree with Bailey on this one. Uh, for the physicality, I don't think, and there's no room for an enforcer in today's game. There's just, especially on the Canes, there's just no room for it. A guy that's a bruiser. But I will say, you know, if when things get physical and you get, there's a lot of big hits that have been thrown. You know, on our team. We really are only looking at one guy on the forward group that's going to do that on the four right. check that's going to hurt them. And that one guy is Fetch. Yep. And it really would be nice to have. And we've kind of seen shades of it from KK a little bit. We have seen him throw some big hits. We've seen him get into fights. What we expected out of Burns. Right. But I would like to see us have at quickie least gets, another forward in the top nine. when he wants to. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so does Martin Huck, too. He, he throws, he throws a couple throws big hits. Stall can throw some hits too, but I would like to see, and I know come playoffs it will be more, but I would like to see it a little bit more. I mean, that I feel like that is such an underrated part of Svetch's game is he did it today. I mean, tonight, I mean, he was physical and everything. And that is such an underrated part of the game because you don't want to get bullied and you don't, it's going to make your defenseman think twice about getting hit. And it makes, especially with the system we play, the heavy, aggressive four checking game. If we can be physical against their defense, it's going to make them think twice about putting the puck around the boards rather than the center of the ice where we can capitalize. Right. And I don't so think I, it, Oh, sorry. Continue. I was just going to say, I just really, I agree. I do think if we could somehow find, you know, one more physical guy, I know they don't obviously Svetch doesn't grow on trees, but I do agree. It would, and there was imagine that like, tree. Imagine yeah, right. that tree. <laughs> um, it's just, I mean, those guys are tough to find, but like I said, I, I definitely don't think it would hurt if we added a guy like that into our top. And line. I don't think it matters so much now as it would as soon as the regular season is over. Cause we've seen right. how playoffs yeah. can get and yeah. it matters so much more than when the refs start to eat their whistles and guys start throwing those big hits where I don't think we're the ones that are going to ever be the ones to start throwing those hits, but to be able to show other teams what a response looks like in terms of physicality, I think. Oh, no. So we we talked, we we hit our quota so early in this game. We didn't get any more penalties until like what a minute left in the third period. I mean, it's like the hurricanes don't get called. We all know this. It's like us throwing hits. It's just going to put us in the box. Let's look at, let's look at, (laughs) <laughs> the Boston series, and then I'll get off the subject. I'm sorry, but we've gotten bullied by Boston how many times in the last five years in the playoffs? A lot. Well, <laughs> we all know the one hit that Svetch threw on Lindholm, and that I think that really set the tone that said, look, we're not going to get bullied anymore. This is our house that was in game two of the playoffs, and they and we said that, you know, we're the real, we're the real shit. Like, you know, you're not going to come in. Yeah. I mean, you, we're not just a skilled team. I mean, we – Svetch knocked that dude out cold. And I mean, he was, he, I mean, he had rigor mortis. Between, so, I mean, between that and Piotr standing up to the rat, they both were just, like, 
We're not That's taking what I'm saying. this shit. In the past, it's the, it's in, the Russian gas, baby. It's the Russian in, gas. In the past, <laughs> when we look at the when we lost in 2019 to them, and in 2020 after we beat the Rangers in the play-in, we I don't want to say we cowered it down, but we certainly didn't have an answer to their physicality, and you could kind of sense that you know it was trending that way, and it did not feel like that at all this past year, and I feel yeah. like that was huge. Yeah, I I think that I think that's also what is the success of as we talk time and time again, the success of the third line is that they use their bodies and they push and just smother them so much without, I mean, without the giant hits, I guess, but I think they do it well. And like Martinook and fast will hit you and keep that puck in your end nonsense. And so the one thing I will say about that third line that is immaculate compared to any other line in our team if not the entire division conference whatever is that they play such a good game all across the ice they don't just have one focus on one specific zone they've got somebody who can sit there and prosper in the offensive zone they've got a guy who can do exactly what you need in the neutral zone so on so forth why do you think that rod starts with them every single game and not your first line (laughs) people think i'm crazy for when i talk to them about that they're like like yeah we start our third line he's the guy who takes all of our opening face-offs most of the time whatever everybody's like what because he's unconscious (laughs) in this in the face-off dot like death tax (laughs) but you will say they are of of our lines besides fetch and you sometimes kk of our lines they are the more physical of our lines oh absolutely our second, our second line is our second line is the skill line like it's, not, not yeah, saying that aho yeah. and jarvis aren't but the, like i'd say aho and jarvis are skill but they're a little bit more like they'll pest like they'll they're gonna knock you off the puck they're, but then the they're gonna like show yeah. like show you up about it whereas like tavo and nature's are just gonna saucer it and make a beautiful pass across um i am so i'm interested to see what the bison brings because he is a big dude, I want to see if he's able to use it. And like you know, we Why had hawk and paw moose. He didn't use. <laughs> Listen, any big animal no, for this man would work. I was thinking big animal, and I was like, I don't know why I associated the brown. Hello. So okay. anyway, I am interested. I again, I I'm not saying you made that point, and I was disagreeing with you, Bailey. I think you're right. I think I was also thinking though is like. When people say we don't have any bite, like I think we do. I just think we have no. I think we have ways, and we still have ways to be improved. One thing that does bother me is that when people say talk about it in the playoffs that we don't have any physicality and no bite, they're like, "Yeah, you let you got you let your guys get wrecked by the smallest guy in the ice, get wrecked by this guy or whatever, and it got you out of the playoffs." I'm not gonna ever take what happened to Jarvis as an example of us not being physical when the. The young small dude mm-hmm. on the ice gets totally like knocked unconscious from a hit that I don't agree with. I'm not going to say the Canes aren't physical because we couldn't, Jarvis couldn't defend himself from that. Like, that's garbage. That's, yeah. I, I will say we can learn, we can be a little more physical. I don't ever want us to be the Boston physical, but yeah, that take. Yeah. No. Yeah, don't so even Billy, talk to me about that. <laughs> Billy, we weren't disagreeing with you, but we get what you're saying. So it's... you're right. Okay. Yeah, pretty much we love you, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Um, so Kane stats once again. Uh just very cocky and yummy. This was from four days ago and all that. 25 points in his last 35 games. He's been absolutely on it as of late. And I have to say this, like it was just so poetic. So poetic. That had to be him 
to win the game for us in Montreal. <laughs> wow, getting booed. That was I guess that was poetic. That was not the shootout goal that stood out to me the most, though. Oh no! I mean, Tavos was just absolutely tur- yeah, Tavos. Turbos was absolutely disgusting. That was a very nice goal. That man has boop, ice in boop, his veins. Boop, good he night. doesn't react. Yeah. He was like, no. this is speaking, normal. Speaking about that line, um, I hope you guys know the answer to this. Um, but during the Tampa game, they were talking about how the KK and Tavo line has not given up a goal in HS, has not given up a goal in six games. Mm-hmm. Tampa being the seventh game. Obviously, they didn't give up a goal tonight being a shutout. So I'm not sure if they gave up a goal against Montreal while they were on the ice. But if not, that's nine games in a row where they have not given up a goal on the ice. And we obviously know how much offensive output they've put in and out in the last seven or eight games. So I think that's absolutely incredible that they can go oh, yeah. eight out of nine games, maybe nine out of nine, if you know, depending on what happened during the Montreal game. But eight out of nine games while putting up – I mean – 20 points maybe in those eight games i mean that's unbelievable for your second line uh yeah the 80s line is looking pretty good right about now because they're just absolutely lights out or as cat puts it the fancy pants line but 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 a lot of people call it the 80s line like like the fact that there was a guy in montreal that was upset with the fact that we have an entire line full of 80 jerseys (laughs) it's just hilarious (laughs) Like Robert, really tell us how you tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I I also I also loved um I also loved the quote like of course surrounding the Montreal game everyone's going to talk to KK about it because that's still mm-hmm. a hot story two years later. Um, but I love that oh, they said would you under free. the yeah they're like under the under the coat like would you have wanted a chance to see what it was like under this coat new coach yeah marty st louis yeah yeah and his immediate answer was like no i like where i am i like the, the place we have here the guys we have here the culture is family and i was like that's just like what more could you want like that kid has found where he belongs he found where he likes playing and he's enjoying what he's doing and he's like being celebrated and the pressure is not the same so yeah i mean i that was a great great i mean, quote I mean you know i mean he you know he's best he's with seth jarvis you know he's got you know aho tara vine in now fully rv it's like you know you the got father five yeah you got the finish put that on the t-shirt the finish five let's go but you know you got father finn i mean it's like what what more do you need and the fact that like everyone's embraced him here and love him it's just yeah, the fact like the way he scored that goal too while getting booed, like slaps the ice, fakes out Allen, and just absolutely snipes it. Like, that picture that the Canes posted. <laughs> <laughs> just, just hang in the Louvre, put it in whatever fancy museum you have in Montreal. Just ice in the veins. Is the Louvre in Montreal? Just this might be a dumb question. Paris, it's, 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 it's in, in Paris. Paris. Where is it? Okay, good. Paris, that's what France. I thought. What I thought but, is it where in the Montreal? French came from? <laughs> oh, where the French came from? Okay, see, there was some weight to it. Side note: I will say, you know, I know everybody that's listening are Canes fans, but I give a ton of credit to Martin St. Louis solely because when Cam during Cam Ward's Hall of Fame inductee, oh yeah, the Carolina Hurricanes asked, they said, "We're going to be doing the organization." Martin St. Louis said, "Look, we're going to show class and respect." 
to Cam Warden's great career. We're going to be – all of my players are going to be on the bench during that ceremony. And I thought that was nothing but respect in class. Oh, oh for, absolutely. Yeah. The fact that Chirp brought it up too, it was – that was, yeah, just yep. class all around. I mean, Marley St. Louis is an absolute legend. I mean, no matter if you, you know, played for Tampa or, or wherever else he was at and, you know, he's the head coach of Montreal. The fact that New he, York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he is definitely a pro's pro, and he's a guy that it's like you really can't be – like you just appreciate him for the guy that he is. Oh, so absolutely. Definitely, definitely big props to Marty for that. Um, but screw the rest of the hoes. <laughs> Suzuki uh, missed his first shoot just, on the this They're year, going through their own injury woes right now too, so I don't know if I'd go that far. I feel for that. Uh, Angel Public bit. Relations. The, the Canes top the NHL with five players who have scored a hat trick this season. Sebastian Ajo's got two under. Svechnikov's got two. Tava Teravainen did it on Sunday. Seth Jarvis, which we were all there for that one, which was absolutely fantastic. <sighs> and then Jordan Martin. Still feels like a dream. <laughs> Jordan Martin started it all. <laughs> Jordan um, Martin started it all with the hat. But yeah, that's a, the Seth Jarvis one was my first hat trick in person. Funny enough, the fact that quick, he did it on a shorty was amazing. Quick update because Kane sat Brand coming in clutch. They said they. It's only it has been eight out of nine because they did get scored on against Montreal. Okay. The well, still line, the, sorry. I mean, it's still a eight out of nine. I mean, that's still no. It's phenomenal. great. Um, I was just checking our stats. Kane Stapperin's awesome as always. Uh the Hurricanes it does help have had multiple shutouts in the, that time. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hurricanes attended franchise record for the most hat tricks in one season was seven. The other time. Came in 85-86 when the Whalers set the benchmark. Five players have combined for those performances this season. I'm, I bet you at some point we're going to see number eight. We're going to see a new record this season of just hat tricks. So I think I think someone's going to do it. They're going to get an eighth one, set a new record for this year. Don't jinx it. I'm calling Fetch. He is shooting the puck. Oh, absolutely. He should have had two tonight. He sh- yeah. He, he, well, actually, he should have had one against St. Louis if his lacrosse goal went in. Oh, my goodness. The roof yep. would have blown off the place. He yeah. also he should have had – he should have had a goal mm, – who was it? Was it Vegas? Wherever they blew that whistle, like, three minutes uh, too early. Oh, yeah, Vegas, yeah. Don't talk to me about Vegas either. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see a KK Hattie. Let's just oh, yeah. go all in with a cake. Jules would lose yeah. her shit. Man, she, she already was, was. She already was when he had the five points. So she 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 would probably would been she would probably be deceased if he if he got a Hattie in oh, person yeah. too. Oh gosh. Um. So this is from Walt Ruff a couple days ago. Uh. Martin uh, Martin Nietzsche's energies that it was so it was the yeah Montreal game. Um. Haven't produced back-to-back three-point games. Uh, 88 has already set new single-season single career highs in goals at the time, which was 25. Assists with 34, points for 59. Power play goals with eight and power play points with 22. I mean, have a season, have a season Martin Nietzsche's. Like, it's absolutely insane how great this guy's been. It's just he's been solid as that second line right winger all year. Like, he's the driver of our second line. He's, he, I mean, he's he drives that second line with his play, and it makes us that much more dangerous when you have when we can play Ajo with Svech, We know they're going to be a factor, and then when we have Natchez on the second line, we have a two-headed dragon that we know is going to produce, and that's what has been so successful for us in our last 
you know, 10, 15 games, whatever, is that both of those lines are contributing and night in and night out. Yeah, just absolutely. power play. Yeah, it just absolutely lights out. So it's just the fact of how good he's been playing too. You know, Josh is loving it. Just just seeing Marty going at, the fact that his contract too is so nice. Like I'm just waiting for the next extension for the next five seasons just to get him paired off with Sveshnikov and KK. Just let all three of those guys go in together, just end it in the same year together. Don has an interesting decision to make if he wants to sign. I mean, I know you want to sign him as soon as possible, but mm-hmm. Natchez, I wonder if he's going to bet on himself the next year, right? Because if he does the same thing next year or takes another step, that price is going to keep going up. So, I mean, just this year, he's already driven his price up. You know, I want to say in the seven to eight, maybe more mil range. Oh, absolutely. If he has another season like this, that thing may go up to eight or nine. Here, here's my thing. Range. You know, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad you mentioned that. that. damn I, cap to go up. <laughs> I, well, it's, well, it's supposed to. But honestly, though, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if Martin Nietzsche goes into the I will take a little bit of a cut to stay here type thing because, you know, he's North Carolina. So. And, uh, okay, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying a huge cut, but he's gonna make probably get, he's probably gonna make it to where he wants to stay in Carolina and make it work. I mean, like I don't see, maybe, like, but did you see how many teams wanted him this offseason, even after his oh, past yeah. season? Yeah, he's an RFA I mean, though, so we have control. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's definitely gonna make things interesting for sure because like you talk about it, it's got they got to resign Aho, Slavin, and there. We Slavin doesn't want to play anywhere else. <laughs> can, can, I see something choice. like a seven by seven for for Natchez because especially if it gets I, done. I, if it, I, I would be upset with that a seven by seven. I take that, give him that deal, and let's go with it. Like, I'd be fine with it. I mean, Pashas was going to be seven for a year, but give it to Natchez for seven. I would. I would even say like seven by five if we really want. I think. To. I think. Yeah. Give Give Natchez what. You're going to give Patches, yeah, for sure, because Patches, if he comes back, is going to take a lot less because oh no, it's going to be. Betting I am crossing my fingers for it's it's probably I would I would say probably about two. It's going to be about either two or three. Like they're going to be like, here's a one year. Let's see what you can do. And we'll go. That would be there. so clutch. So I think clutch. it'll be. I, think I know if he's healthy, he's scoring thirty goals. I think it's either going to be a one by two or a one by three. If they're going to, he's going to be skating really on take, some. I take he's anything be under on four some, for like, him. Robotic Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, initial public relations from Tuesday. Uh, Jacob Slavin was one of the Kings' goal scorers on Tuesday. Helped the club earn their what eighth, a goal! Sorry, <laughs> their eighth third period mm. comeback of this season, which trails the Golden Knights with ten and the Canucks with nine. Uh, Jacob Slavin, um, forty-one goals, one hundred eighty-seven assists for two hundred twenty-eight and five hundred sixty-four games played, surpassed Glenn Wesley for the sole possession. Of the third most points by Hurricanes Whalers defenseman, the only two Blue Liners ahead of him are Justin Falk at two hundred and fifty-eight and Dave Babich of two hundred and forty. So, I mean, Slavin's going to get it. It's all said and done. He's going to be the greatest Canes defenseman of all time. Blah 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 blah. You're going to see seventy-four in the rafters at some point. So, going to see his name on the cup too. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's Jacob. The second C stands for clutch. Like, yeah, the, the bomb shot he had. Hey, he's gotten a little bit more offensive lately, and I'm not upset about it. He has his moments. His, his goals tonight. are blessed by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he was hustling. I forget what chance it was tonight, but he, I think it was the stall line. They came out of the neutral zone, and Slavin just shot out of nowhere, wanting to get in on the on the rush. He pinched. But- 
he pinched weirdly at one point like very uncharacteristic of him but he uh, did have a very, great play very late in the third period but he did yeah. have a good play where he went down with a stick and helped Piotr out with oh that roll, was, yeah good because yeah. yeah. because Trip, Trip even said it too like you don't really see Slavin leave his third. feet yeah mm-hmm. he doesn't really leave his feet but the fact that he got speaking down of and a blocked cane. it was so great yeah Slavin, yeah Slavin's speaking of a cane like, that is that is doesn't really play that bully aggressive but man will lay you out if he needs to don't don't mess with Jacob Slavin. He'll get you. Okay. But no, yeah. So the, so yeah. The like we'll talk about the Montreal Montreal game real quick. That was just a great game. It, I mean, well, I I'll, I'll rephrase. It was. What? I'll rephrase. <laughs> it was. It was a gutsy. It was gutsy. a great great gutsy. It was gutsy. It was a great. It was a great, no. it was it was a great... great gutsy win that we pulled out of our asses that those games are gonna happen though. exactly yeah yeah those first two periods were ugly and that's uh, gonna i'm happen. not saying yeah it's gonna happen i mean obviously it was gonna that close to trade deadline though people were gonna have major meltdowns especially, but especially it was weird too. it was weird and i do agree like i i saw comments that weren't agreeing with this Rod said that's going to be, there's always going to be some of those games that are going to happen. And he was like, for a while, I was sitting here going, what are we doing? And I know a lot of people were like, nope, we've had other games that season. And I say, no, I kind of agree with Rod because yeah, there's some games where like, as fans were like, what is going on? What's happening? How are we losing like this stuff like that? But it's like not from more than we do, but it's not like from lack of effort because some of the games that the fans think that, you know, is crazy. Like, why are we losing us all this stuff? Rod's like, no, it was Aaron, a good game. We just didn't get well, the bounces. It, it, this Montreal Aaron, game Aaron, was weird. We <laughs> just well, the yeah, passes well, were not well, Arizona. Arizona. The Arizona shutout was not a good one, but I mean that was it was just puck luck. But yeah, I mean this the Montreal game was just it was weird. It just it made yeah, no the passes sense. the passes were bad. It felt slow but fast at the same time. Nobody seemed insane. The chemistry was, was just... off, yeah. But those yeah. are going to happen, and I think the biggest reason, you know, we won that game is depth, right? You know, Slavin chips in, who doesn't normally score, scores the first goal. I forget who scores the second goal. Jay-Z. Third goal. Right. So, and then Jesper Foss scored the equalizer. All depth guys. Mm-hmm. All depth guys. Also, we should have had another goal, but that's fine. Got no one else off. goalie interference. Yeah. You know, that was so, that was not that was not goalie interference. Reason number no, one million about that was so bad. No, Stepan literally was out of the way, and you're like, oh well, his stick was in there. Well, the, his pl- the players pushed him in. It wasn't him. Right. He literally was trying to get out of the way. Yeah, and especially they they kind of they really hint on if you know if the call on the ice is a good goal, it takes something extremely decisive to overturn it and i did it not should. see anything decisive he was getting he was getting hooked by two guys contact with two guys while he was crashing the net and it just was soft i just don't think that's when you overturn it yep. should have yeah. been a goal or it should have been a penalty like you could you had to have one or the other in my opinion yeah. yep. um but you always know again we talk about you know we say different things like death taxes complain about a player they pop off it's also death taxes whatever trip tracy says the officials on the ice do the opposite yes every time he goes no this is so clear cut i don't see this i'm like no they're gonna call it (laughs) (laughs) like all the time love love you tripper (laughs) he's got a lot no and i'm never saying he's wrong i just think it's funny because they never see it his way and i'm like he's right but yeah 
Uh, so before we go into tonight's game, we got to talk about our amazing sponsors real quick. At, uh, oh my gosh, Primal X Hockey. Oh, it's been a Who's long the day. drunk one here? <laughs> I've, I've, been up, I've been up since 6 a.m. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, yeah, so Primal, Primal X Jeez. Hockey. <laughs> if you're looking for any off-ice or off-ice equipment, go check out them uh, at PrimalXHockey.com. Um, they have like a skate protectors, you know, stick protectors as well. They got laces, tape, all that good stuff. If you need buckets, um, even visors and stuff, they got those there too. They actually just dropped uh, a whole new brand of new colored uh, wheels for your uh, inline blades for outdoors too. So if you're looking to get more wheels for your roller blades, make sure to go check them out. PrimaxHockey.com. And if you search cast the checker, you get 20% off your order. Um, they have free U.S. shipping. You can also pick it up at their warehouse because they actually didn't. They just put a little store in right next to the warehouse. So you can go check them out at their place as well. Um, great guys, great company to work with. Based in Raleigh, shop local, support local. And they, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> run the YouTube version. You get, I, I, I'm trying my you best get to the, uh, We're just telling you get the Aho discount. No discount. Oh my 20%. <laughs> 20% uh, off, baby. <laughs> but, uh, but Primal X has been like our been our mainstay sponsor since even before episode one. So we appreciate them 60 plus episodes in just rolling with us, you know, just taking a chance Putting on us. With our shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we appreciate them so much. So, like I said, go check out primalxhockey.com. Use the code SearchCast for 20% off your order. Aho discount. You, Come on. The Aho discount, but like I said, just and they also got apparel too. If you're looking for koozies, t-shirts, hoodies, all that good stuff, they got that stuff too. So like I said, just sh- shop local, support local. Like I said, they do free U.S. shipping too. So and they're also on Amazon, so go check them out there too. So great group of guys, fantastic stuff. So please help support them because also sure it's going to help support us. So yep, thank you Primo X for just always being there, helping us out here at the podcast. <laughs> So tonight, uh, I would like to start off with a stat. This is from Colin Ferns of Home Ice Advantage posted something in a single week. Kochetkov has one (laughs) scored a goalie goal two, been rejected from two games. Three, almost er, ejected. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) All three almost ejected. He's been ejected. (laughs) Uh, three almost gotten in a goalie fight, and four gotten a shutout in his NHL return. What a week! Yeah, I mean, Piotr doing Piotr things like he's been gone for the last couple months ever since we got Freddie back, and then he's just like, Oh, hey, we need you in an emergency situation because unfortunately, Ranta's he out. Said, I'll see you soon. Yeah, of course, you know, we don't know, you know, we don't know how long Ranta's gonna be out for, but Peter he came was killing back it like, down at the Wolves, though, so I'm sure they're gonna be missing him for a little bit. Mm, shout, out to Andrew, shout, shout out to Andrew Rinaldi, who uh, his you know, content made a resurge. <laughs> and I, love it, it. Yeah. I like how the fact too, they're like, hey guys, let's make it's PK or Piotr the Great, let's not go with the other name, please. So everyone's just like, make sure to remember, respect him. He wants While we're PK. on the topic of Piotr, I want to say, so we all know how aggressive he is and how much fire he plays with and everything. But I think one maturing, and I had this thought, you know, whenever he got ejected from both of those games, celebrated after the goal, I'm all for it. But there's also a time and a place when you have to be calm, you have to be controlled of your emotions. And I thought he did that 
excellently tonight, both during the play and after the whistle. There was times where, you know, he covered the puck and a Philly stick came in and hit his glove. And I fully expect him to, to blow it off. But in a 1-0 game at home, your team's in control. I thought he played so mature. Oh, oh absolutely! Like, 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 have a game, Peter Kachekov. I mean, let's just let's just go into NHL public relations and a whole we got a whole bunch of cool stats stuff to talk about. One, Mister Peter Kachekov. Um, you know, so Peter, uh, yeah, was recalled by the Canes after scoring a goal in the AHL game for the Wolves on March third. He blinked Philadelphia to record his fourth shutout of the season. Uh, Pierre Kachekov this season matched the Hurricanes Whalers franchise record for the most shutouts in a season by a rookie goaltender, a mark set by Hartford's Peter Sidorkowitz. I know I'm pronouncing that name wrong, and sorry. Uh, he had four back in the 88 89 season. So Piotr is already setting just absolute records right now. And also, and he- so I have a stat. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no has that also <laughs> you get a stack. You get a stack. You get a stack. Hey, I'm glad about the I'm glad about the stack. In twenty <laughs> in twenty games with his four shutouts, only two rookie goalies since nineteen fifty five, fifty six have four shutouts in twenty or fewer games. Bruce Gamble from Toronto in nineteen sixty five to sixty six. He had four shutouts in ten games. Martin Jones from the Kings in twenty thirteen, fourteen, four and nineteen games played. Uh, Bob Fro- Froze Froze Byron Froze. Wait, 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 Pavel. Are you talking about Pavel? Is it F R O E S E? Yes, oh, Byron Froze. Yeah, Bob Froze, Philadelphia 1982 83, and Victor Fast Fast Victor Fast. Yeah, for Anaheim, Fast for Anaheim 12 13, both had four and 25 games played. Okay, Colin, so I guess that, that was going to be your stat, too. That was going to be my – I was just going to say that Kachekov has a shutout in 20% of his games played. He's got a, a shutout one in every five games he started. Right. He's third yeah. in the NHL in shutouts. He's third in the NHL in goals allowed average. I would he's, like to say the he's only tied for, two – He's tied for second. The he's only actually, two goaltenders oh, who have more shutouts well, than you're him are Darcy Argue with Kane's stats brand. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, you're, you're, so you're going to argue with the Carolina Hurricanes who tweeted out that he's tied. No, for I'm saying you can argue with them. I'm reading his tweet. <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes actual account says he's tied for second in the NHL with this with the shutouts, yeah. playing All, in 20 games. Yeah, so the only two goaltenders that have more or that lead the right. league are Darcy Kemper Walmart. and Ilya Sorokin. Oh. Um, and Darcy Kemper has 44 games played. Sorokin has 48. That just goes to show how impressive this is. His first game back after being gone for a couple months, and it's like, no, nah, no problem. Just gonna get a shutout on my first game back. I got <laughs> like, this. Like, like no big deal. I, I'd say just crown him. He's, he's <laughs> the king. king Piotr is our king. Piotr, he's Piotr the Great. I like how the king Kings of the goalies. <laughs> I mean, the Hurricanes did tweet back with the crown, and that's all that needed to be said. I'm like, crown him, just you crown got him at this, this point. King. <laughs> Literally, I mean, just because here, here's some you know, Hurricanes PR. If you're not following them, I don't know why you're not. This, they're just amazing. Pierre Kachekov stopped all 19 shots faced tonight for his fourth career NHL shutout. According to Stathead, he is the 25th goaltender in NHL history to re- to register four or more shutouts in his first 23 games. 
and just the ninth to accomplish this feat since 2000, 2001. I mean, you're talking about a, a dude who's absolutely lights out right now. I mean, what more can you say about this kid? And the fact that we got like four more years of this next starting next season for $2 million per like, like what? Like that contract is looking real nice for the fact you got him for the next four seasons at 2 million. Despite the fact that yes, he is a young goaltender. He still has a lot more growing to do. It makes me feel worried about what our goalie situation looks like come next season. I think he absolutely gets a spot next season, and we oh, just need yeah. one to fill. So I uh, think you're looking at like a 1A, 1B type situation. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't want to get too far into the speculation, but bringing, I don't think bringing back somebody like Ranta would help because I don't think he can handle the workload of 40 games mm-hmm. or so. But mm-hmm. bringing back somebody like Freddie and doing you know, a 60-22 split or maybe a 55-35 split, mm-hmm. depending on injuries, I'm totally on board with. Oh, yeah. Full that, as a backup or in the league, at least. That's what I'm thinking, too, because th- there has been people throwing out, what if we get Val Malka from Arizona? Because he's like he's actually – he, People throwing that out? Who's people? I've, I've actually seen – He's I've great. seen quite he's a few robbed people. He's robbed us so many times. We're supposed to be no, no, no. I'm not speaking badly of it. I'm just saying Zach has been the people I've heard no, say it the most. Our, our oh supposed God. to be guests for tonight. I'm agreeing with him. this as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm not the only no, one. No, I was just going to give Zach his credit because we know later Zach would take his credit if it happens. Oh, oh he'll, he'll oh text us like two weeks later, but like, I told you. <laughs> Season two, episode forty. I told you. <laughs> well, the well, the funny part is, Cat called. He, she she was trying to call. That I was going to go absolutely off this episode about Shingas's bear, and I haven't yet. So there you go. <laughs> Don't always assume what's going to happen on this podcast. Because <laughs> I call it out. Um, <laughs> it's exactly it's, what happened. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just I'm just trying the to live. I'm, I'm just living goal, my best anyway. life. <laughs> Back to the goalies. The thing with the goalies is hard is I think this season we've kind of taken it for granted. It's been really nice having all three of them available. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does make me like, I understand. I don't think Ranta is, I agree that he's not going to be one to take a big load of games. It just, it stinks because he, he has played so well with what he's been a fantastic uh, two. Really as long I'm as we've had him. Unfortunately, he gets some injuries. But honestly, I will say sometimes, and granted, Freddie's had his share of injuries too, but I almost feel like Ronta sometimes has been a little bit more consistent than Freddie has this season with yeah. injuries. He's just agree. seemed a little more solid and a little more sure of himself. And I don't really want to break up the finish five. I like Father Finn saying on our team. Um it's 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 just gonna be really interesting. It's the fact you got the Great Dane, you got Father Finn, you got Pierre the Great. So I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just you can't run with three goalies. So it's it, we're, unfortunately you're looking at either one of us coming back, or the Hurricanes might go out of the left field and get someone that they're gonna pair as a one A one B with Pierre. So I don't really know. They're gonna scare me like they did the other season, and we're not gonna have any goalie signed for a while. <laughs> Instead of oh, yeah. all of them, we're trading all of them away, Cat. That's what they did. They went before they got before they got they Anderson did the dead, Marazza, They yep. just went like full house clear after you thought, okay, they'll keep one. And it just terrified me because the closer we got, and I knew we'd all of course have to get a goalie. 
but it was just like, okay, oh, no. oh, no. we're about to start this. We don't have a goalie. <laughs> oh, the Delkovich. Now we're going to train him to Detroit. <laughs> oh, Marazic Marazic, No. no. <laughs> I mean, I think they, I think they did a pretty good job of getting Freddie and uh, Ranta. You know, um, so learn to trust them. It's just get attached to the goalies. I um, hope we resign Freddie. Depending on what happens in the next couple months, if he can stay yeah. healthy. I was gonna say if we can find a better option, I think they will. But Freddie is a nice option to hold on to. For if sure. he can stay healthy, he's a Vesna finalist. Oh, behind absolutely. behind our defense, which granted we always make our goalies look better. I think we need to understand that. Looking mm-hmm. at Ned, looking at Mrazic, all those people, it's the Slavin effect, the Slavin Shea, the rod system, all that. We make our goalies look better. Yeah. Um, but if Anderson is healthy last year, he's a he's a Vesna finalist. If oh, he's he was, healthy he this year be. with his numbers. I mean, I think he's like 16 and five this year. Maybe a save percentage isn't great, but it's goals against is fantastic. He makes, I think the biggest thing about Freddie is he makes very, very timely saves. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, I think that's he's the biggest thing calm. about him. He's very calm. Yes. He's very calm and it's a calming effect as well. So, yeah. Um, so, real quick, uh, Walt Ruff tweeted out uh, the quote from Andre Svechikov talking about Peter Kachekov. Um, you can see he's just so calm and very confident in himself. So I mean, I mean, what I mean, and Tripp even said it too on the broadcast. Like you can tell, taking that little bit of time in in Chicago, you know, he went down gracefully. He didn't you know, throw fit about it, or he didn't get upset about it. He's like, okay, go to, uh, go down to Chicago, do his thing. He did. He came back, got a shutout. So you could tell that you know maturity is there. He's getting better. He's working on his. He craft, knows so. when to keep it under wraps. Exactly. And I think um, he did a great job of that tonight. Oh, for sure. Uh, so, Corey Lavulette tweeted this out a little bit ago. Uh, thank you, Kat, for sharing it. Um, Svechikov on his cut, uh, on his thigh. I, I've just got a little cut, but it's still, but it's all good. Thank God. Um, I thought it would be a bigger cut, but I just tried to hold it because it hurt for one minute. But after that, it was fine. So, that was like Not right injured. Off. Thank God. Yeah, Shout that the was Lululemon uh, spandex that <laughs> referring to. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, the the what the carbon fiber, whatever the whatever material they have in those things. Now, hey, yeah, if it if it tears though, you can take it back. That's a good thing. So, Colin, did you just say Lululemon? I'm that so was the whole joke. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Sorry. <laughs> Bailey, talking from experience, it's like no, I've never, I've never owned anything Lululemon in my life. This is no, we're laughing because Colin didn't know how to say it the other way. Zach tried to call me. No, it's a long story. It's called way. I called it Lululemon. You said I'm talking from experience. No, 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 I was asking. Oh no, no. I've never owned anything Lululemon in my life. So no. Look at you. Look at you, Colin. Just. Back on track. I'm kind of proud. (laughs) Back on track. Thank goodness, because when I saw him go down, he had his wrist in his like thigh area, and I thought he had a hurt wrist. So we're very, we're very thankful that we're fully healthy as a team for the most part. I thought, I thought, I thought thought his thigh got messed up by the skate from Kevin Hayes. Luckily, it wasn't anything too serious because that splits did not look good. Mm -hmm. So. All right, so I know we're coming up a little bit on our end time, so we're going to grow into our Forgotten Kings. We haven't done it in the last few weeks, but we are bringing an oldie but a goodie back. So 
We're going to start off with our guest, Colin. I was going to say, Colin, want to start us off? I will, and I'm going to throw a little wrench in things. So my forgotten Kaniac never played a game for the Hurricanes organization. He was traded to the Hurricanes by the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he directly, as a result, we got the pick that turned into Seth Jarvis. (laughs) (laughs) Who is my forgotten Kaniac? Thank you, Patrick Marlowe. Thank you, Patrick Marlowe and Kyle Dubas of the Leafs for Seth Jarvis. We broke the rules a little bit. I like that, though. <laughs> uh, I didn't know if the rule had to play for a game. Uh, so, yeah, our original not. rule is to have to play at least one game with the organization. But I like that. That's, no, but yeah. the, that was, it's fine. Hey. It switches it up. Zach's done repeat, so yours is more entertaining. <laughs> Don't piss him off. I won't get another invite back. <laughs> it's not you, Pit. Oh, it's me. I Cat's get to piss getting him off. fired. All right, Kay, you're going to have to go to the press box for the uh, for the next Time episode. Time out box for two minutes. <laughs> no, it's oh, fine. Oh, I'm oh. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure Svetch is there. So Coglin, have- come on down. <laughs> <laughs> no, Colin, you want to come on next week? <laughs> <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get a replacement real quick. All right, Cat, who is your forgotten game since you know? Yeah. Does want- <laughs> actually play yeah. for the organization? He has. Um, he's from Ontario, Canada. He's six, six two. Foot, shoots six foot three, two hundred pounds. Hey, we're close. <laughs> shoots left handed. No, he catches left handed. Oh, catches left handed. He has played <laughs> two hundred and forty nine games over thirteen seasons. Won two Stanley Cups, and he is now retired at the age of. 38. The Flames selected him in the sixth round in the t- 2002 NHL entry draft. Um, he, when did he play for the Canes? Did he ever play he for the played, Capitals? Did not play for the Capitals. He has played, he played for the Calgary Flames, Anaheim Ducks, Ottawa Senators, um, Columbus Blue Jackets, Toronto Maple Leafs. Carolina Hurricanes and the Tampa Bay Lightning. What oh, is, wait, does he retire? He has a nickname. Is it Curtis McBackup. Mm-hmm. McBackup. McElhaney. Wow. McBackup posted Curtis a 94 95 20 wow. record along a 907 save percentage. The pro of all pros. He, so I, fun little fact, I comment, he had posted something. Um, or it was it had to do with a stat. I think it was last year, and there was a picture posted of his all white pads. And I commented, and I was like, "This is a clean setup, sir." And he actually replied, and he was like, "Yeah, no, this is because I didn't have time to get my pads, so this is what I had to wear." I was <laughs> like, "That's awesome." <laughs> That's so legit. All right, Dude. Curtis. All right, Curtis, he got. I don't know if I'm going to be able to top Curtis McElhaney, but one Curtis to another Curtis, (laughs) one Curtis to another Curtis. Let's go. Okay. Why do you think I did that? (laughs) There we go. Um, Not just, not just a hat wreck, my friend. (laughs) Could have had me fooled. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stop. (laughs) Okay. So uh, my guy. We're threatened to be fired every week. I know, right? (laughs) 
So my guy was drafted in the, he's part of the 2004 draft class, uh, drafted by Buffalo in the third round, sixth pick for 71st overall. Um, he is a Slovakian native, shoots left. Um, his last season in the NHL came with Dallas last year. Um, he started off his career with Buffalo, where he played from 2006 up until 2013, where he uh, ended his career in Buffalo and uh, moved to Carolina in the offseason. He played with Carolina up until 2015, um, where he was traded in that season to L.A., um, after the season with, or at least part, part of the season with LA, 16 games total, um, moved to Edmonton. And then, uh, in 2019, 2020 played with Dallas for three years until he retired. Um, his best season with the Canes comes from his only full season with us, the 2013, 2014 season where he had 11 or 11 goals, 33 points for 44 overall, a plus 20 on the season. Wow. Um, so insane in, uh, in, contributor in, on in the, the ice. In the middle in the middle of the dark ages, Kane. In the middle of the dark ages. Gets a plus twenty. Jeez. Uh he is a defenseman. Okay. Oh I will give goodness. you that. Oh. Is it did you said it, did he play for Edmonton? He played for Edmonton Andre for Sakara. There we go. Yes. There we go. Oh <laughs> Justin Fox partner. Collins on a oh, Collins on a run. <laughs> Let's see if he can beat Jules's. Well, he has stuff. to tie it, really. Oh yeah, or tie it, yeah. Unless we had, unless we had like two guests on, then he'd go for a four for four. But right now he's two for two. All right, so my guy, he played for the Hurricanes in the fifteen sixteen season. Um, didn't play the whole year with us. He did get traded to the LA Kings that year. When he was with the Canes in fifteen sixteen, he got. 11 goals, 22 points, or 22 assists for 33 points in the year with a minus six. He actually played five years in Chicago where he actually got drafted. It was the 2004 entry draft, fifth round, 134th overall, actually by Boston. So, excuse me, he was drafted by Boston, but he didn't get his debut until Chicago in 2007. Um, so, Chicago for five years, Florida for three, Calgary for two, and then Philly, Toronto, LA, and Carolina for a year each. Um, then after his 15 16 with the Kings, he played in Calgary uh, for the last two seasons. But we got him um, the season after he was in Chicago for his second stint with them. He is a right winger. Actually, so what, year, what year was he with the Canes? It was the 15 16 season. My guess is Lee Stemniak. Oh, dude. They didn't go three for three. Wait, what yeah, position does he play? Right, right wing. wing. Dang, a journeyman that's not Lee Stemniak that played for us. He has one, he has one cups though with the Blackhawks. Oh, right wing. Ver- oh, it's not. Versi? It's not Bickle. Oh, oh, that's a good one. It's not. What did you say? What did you say, Cat? Is it Versteeg? Yeah, Chris Versteeg. It was Steger. Nice. So close, Colin. So close. You almost got three for three. <laughs> oh well. You can hey, have it this time, Jules. What a lineup, though, for Forgotten Canes. First one back in a while. Oh yeah, 
Heck there of a lineup. Not not bad at all, but that will wrap up the show. We're a little bit past time that we were supposed to cut off, but you know what, though? This was a good episode, an hour 15 in. Had to do some stats, talk about the last few games. I mean, just Hurricanes on our four-game winning streak. They're playing really well. Now we're going into a like pre-show. We're going over the schedule. I think it's basically every other day, a couple of days where there's like two days off in the middle, there's like at least three back-to-backs with travel after one of those games too. And I think, I think one of them was like a road and home back to back. So it's going to be, it's going to be a daunting back half of the season. Just every other, we're going to have so much Canes hockey to watch. It's like, do we have anything else to do <laughs> other than watch the hurricanes for the next? Right. No. Until the playoffs. So I thought the schedule was hard to keep up with my job earlier. Holy, but every, every and also, day. I know we're in a race to win the division um, because that's a really big deal because it kind of helps determine who we play. But just looking at like the scores for tonight of games, just a reminder to all Kaniacs that on any given night, anything can happen because you know how we're all, you know, the Rangers live rent free in our heads sometimes. Um, And we talked about how, I mean, it was a great win over the Canadians. It was a very sloppy game by us and we came back and won. Um, the Rangers also went to a shootout with them. So, I mean, on any given night, any team can do anything. So, uh, did, 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 the, did, did the Rangers win or did they lose? They won. Ah, oh, it's unfortunate. I know the Devils won. It's so. unfortunate. No, I know. I wish they had lost. But I'm saying is like a team like the Canadians can push yeah. teams like that and teams like ours. Um, the Devils also went into a shootout. A shootout. Um, but there's just like, you just look at the scores and any given day, any team can do something. Oh yeah. Um, so I know it can be a one Oh game. It can be a 10, four game. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) The one thing about knock on wood about being a Canes is fan is that with our beautiful, beautiful defense, we should never have to experience a 10, four game. (laughs) Otherwise, Rod is going to kill those guys. If it is a 10-4 game, Slavin has died and gone to heaven. Rod would have suited up before it even got to six. <laughs> well, well, thankfully, I think the Hurricanes will be the 10 on that on that receiving end of that game. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, we had 20 more minutes of that Tampa game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, before we wrap up, Colin, thank you so much again for coming on last minute. We appreciate you, you know, always being up to join us to talk Hurricanes hockey. So thank you once again, man. You might know a thing or two. We're, we're, we're happy to have you. <laughs> thank Just you, guys. I I would ask you where people can find you on the socials, but you're not a social guy, so that's just going to be – you know what? Venmo him some money for you so you can get some. Coffee. Oh wait, no, no, no! no I know no, where you do can that. find Just him. Just see me at the Canes games. That's where you can. I know where you. Yeah, I know where you can find him. One thirty. One thirty, and you can find him on the jumbotron dancing to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> or or Waka Flocka. <laughs> Miley Cyrus or Waka Flocka. I'll be on the jumbotron. Oh, yeah, oh just, 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 just bring, just bring him a beer at the game, and it'll be all good. Just a seven fifty storm surge. Storm brew. Storm brew. <laughs> oh God! I'm calling no more storm brews tonight. Calling them storm sure. surges. We're having a night tonight, guys. We're, 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 let's get some. Let's get some surges at the uh, Canes game. Yeah. Oh man! Can people find you on the socials? 
Yeah, you can find me um, on Twitter at Kaniac Chick. Um, and then you can also find me on Instagram and TikTok at KVT Hunter 74. Um, fun little hockey videos, of course. Uh, love anything from canes to little things around the league. Um, I also help run the TikTok for the Five in a Game Sports Network, which is Five Game S N. Um, all the letter, all the words, all the letters, all the words spelled out. Five Game all S N. The letters. <laughs> you, uh, if you're also looking for other things that are <laughs> Five in a Game, uh, there's Twitter Five in a Game S N. Again, all spelled out, and then the YouTube is Five G S N. The number Five G S N. And Bailey, where can they find the Searchcast? <laughs> so I'll start out with me. Um, you can yeah, find please, me on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, please start with you first. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two Y's. Uh, if you're looking for a little more personal kind of insight to stuff, you can find me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. I help run things over on the YouTube side uh, for the Searchcast. If you are interested in seeing our beautiful faces, uh, you can find us on YouTube at the Searchcast, uh, or that's our channel name. Um, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell notification or bell button so you never miss an episode. Um, Zach, if you want to take things over, or actually, no, before I do that, um, if you are... <laughs> If you're interested in just kind of following me personally um, on feats that are not uh, Canes related, I do write for uh, Field Pass Hockey covering the Colorado Eagles, the affiliate of the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So if you're interested in some AHL uh, coverage, definitely uh, or go follow me over on Twitter at FPH Eagles and look out for some cool stuff over there. Uh, so yeah, so you can look at the rest of the search cast on Instagram and Twitter. It's all the same. It is the search cast. Uh, we do have link trees on the Twitter and the Instagram side of things. If you want to go find where to listen to the podcast, where to go watch the podcast. Also check our amazing sponsors and all that good stuff as well. Um, so luckily, it's all the same name for everything. So we just got that lucky where we didn't have to do anything extra for those uh, name things. Uh, for me, you can find me on Twitter at Zach. Uh, no, it's one true Zach on Twitter. It's been a night. Um, yeah, so one true Zach on Twitter. It's O N E true Zach. It's all. It's not. It's it's spelled out. Uh, you can find me on on Instagram at Zach R Martin twenty two. That's what I meant to say. Uh, you can check me out over there on that for more just like hobby stuff, D and D, hockey, whatever. Sharing funny reels. It is what it is. Um, I also cover the Charlotte Checkers for Field Pass Hockey. It's FPH Checkers. You're gonna find me over there. Um, if you go to my personal link in my bio on Twitter, you'll go to my uh, author site, and you just find all my articles over there. Check it out. Um, the checkers to so go to pre- uh, go to fieldpasshockey.com and just go check all them out as well. They do a lot of great stuff over there. But until next week for season two, episode thirty-eight of the Surge Cast, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. And, and I'm- with. <laughs> <laughs> With our, with our amazing guest, our amazing guest, Colin. We'll see you here next time. At the search cast.